Legoland reveals their big new plans for 2019, and we visit Marine Quest and have a pumpkin fest. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I like your little <laughs> my dramatic pause. dramatic pause. <laughs> happy fall day. Happy happy the first and last day of fall. <laughs> our one it day season was so nice outside today. We had uh, yeah, it's weird. We had like it's been hot. Well, it's been kind of like the calendar says fall and the temperature says summer. Yeah, we had a, a nice day last week, and then it's been hot all week, and then today just this random it's, seventy-seven it was, degree yeah, day. Really nice. It's supposed to get down to the fifties tonight. I think. I know. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, yes, I'm very excited about that. We didn't win the Mega Millions, though. No. So, so we'll continue so, the podcast. So that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bummer. But the good news is that it's up to 1.6 billion. Gosh, it's so crazy to say, to talk about a lottery. Is it 1.6 billion? Because the 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 um, road signs, the, what are they, they called? The, the billboards. The billboard has say only three digits. Million, yeah. But it's just because they don't have a... A billion mark. They're gonna have to put a separate. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, it can't be that hard, right? To just change the to maybe like have a little. This isn't the first time it's happened either. There's been a couple of times when it's gotten to over, um, a, like a billion. So is this the? Fir- I thought this was the first time it became billion with a B. I know it's pushed it before. Maybe I'm wrong. No. I don't. I don't follow it that close. No, because. But I don't. Maybe it wasn't the Mega Million. Maybe it was the Powerball that got to be a billion. But I remember they had this problem once before. So you'd think they'd just, you know, put a little slot over there for M these rare, rare, you know, rare occasions. It could just say M. The M becomes a B from million to billion, and yeah, and then just change it to one. <laughs> Whenever I re- see that lot, that that jackpot, now I always read it in my mind in like the Doctor Evil voice: one billion dollars. Yeah, so you have to put your pinky up to your mouth, of course, when you do that. And too. we usually only buy like maybe we're not like those people who buy a hundred dollars worth of tickets. I'm like one or two, just whatever, just enough to get in it, and then yeah, and it has I can to think be about like it over a certain amount for us to even get into it too. Like we wouldn't, we don't even buy lottery tickets until it's like in the hundreds of millions right because you have some random weird philosophy about the, yeah the odds okay being I may, in our favor or something I don't, right say i don't know what the <laughs> actual odds are to win the lot or win the powerball yeah but it say it's like 500 million to one it might be that right i if, don't know if the jackpot is over 500 million then it kind of like makes mathematical sense to play. Do you know what I'm saying? Like now, over the long term, it has a positive expectation. Okay. I know it's crazy, still ridiculously crazy odds. Yeah. But it's like, okay, if it's if the odds of winning are less than the money you win, then you know what? Then it actually is smart to play. <laughs> then it's not a dumb choice. Like right, they always right. say, the lottery it's is like like brain surgery at that point. You have to play. Right. To right. <laughs> I've heard the lottery described as like a tax on people who are bad at math. You know. So <laughs> in that case, okay. You know, maybe now we can. Now you feel like now since I'll... we're you and I are so good at math yes. that we're gonna play. <laughs> That's why I went into 
media. Yeah, so, communications. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So Anywho. yeah, yesterday um, we had a lot of we did some cool stuff this weekend um, because we had such a beautiful day today. And yesterday was nice too. Yesterday actually. was nice today. So. It wasn't like overly humid or or you know suffocatingly hot. Yeah, it wasn't too bad yesterday, and today was beautiful. So we. We kind of traveled around the state a little bit and did some local-ish type of events that we're yeah. going to talk about in the second half of the show. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, yesterday, I went to a place, uh, a big event, very big, very cool event in St. Petersburg called Marine Quest. I heard that there's like like over something like 10,000 or 20,000 people attend that thing. Yeah, I was. I wouldn't be surprised. It was when we saw it in the paper. It said twenty thousand people attend this. I'm like, wow, it must be a pretty big deal. And I like love that kind of thing. Like, yeah, you love all things fish, shark, all things aquatic fish yeah. related is like right is like my jam. Yeah. And so I saw Marine Quest down at the um, downtown St. Pete. It's like in the University of South Florida's Marine Research Center. It's also mm-hmm. like the Florida Fish, Florida and, Wildlife fish and Wildlife Office. Commission. Yep. I'm like, oh, I've always kind of wanted to go in that building. And so mm-hmm. we went to that yesterday and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Today we went to a really cool, um, probably like the best like pumpkin picking place. It was, um, it was amazing. I mean, yeah. I don't want to get too much into it yet because I want to wait until we can really get into it. But it was by far the best pumpkin picking experience I've ever had. How and which usually is what going to Publix and buying a six dollar pumpkin. Well, I mean, like on a on a on a busy year where we don't have a ton of time. Okay, yeah, we've gone to Publix and bought a five dollar pumpkin. <laughs> but um, usually we'll go to like church. You know, church parking lots or not parking lots, but usually like on church, church nearby church lawns, they have you know kind of a pumpkin. I'm putting in like air quotes here, a pumpkin patch, um, which is just a ton of pumpkins that they had delivered off of a truck and they stuck on the ground, um, and you kind of comb through it and you pick your favorite. That's to me. That's going to the pumpkin the, patch. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. Now I have a new definition of going to. This the pumpkin was a patch. legit real pumpkin patch. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. You got little tweezers and had to not tweezers but clippers no, and that'd pluck be them hard. up. Tweeze the pumpkins. <laughs> you There's have to tweeze little, each individual pumpkin. They're very small pumpkins. <laughs> the size of a tic tac. Very difficult to carve. <laughs> so um, it's like those people who like have like um, drawn the the Mona Lisa on a pinhead or whatever. You know? Have you ever seen that? I've in, seen like, that art. Um, or where was it? That was at the. That's um, the kind of art. Wrigley, you, Ridley, uh, right. Uh, what's it called? Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Thank yeah, you. I was it's always say weird art. You'll see that in like Ripley's Believe It or Not Museums. They're all right. kind of the same. There's one in Orlando, so, there's one in St. Augustine. It's on par with carving right. a tic tac sized pumpkin. Exactly. You'll see the Mona Lisa made out of matchsticks or like some dude right. makes an Elvis out of like, um, I don't know, jelly sk- beans. Jelly beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say uh, Starburst wrappers. Oh, you know, yeah. That kind of thing. Or chewing yeah. gum. Chewing gum. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. It's art. It's our kind of art. <laughs> so, but you had some news, some something in the news. That yeah, you I wanted, wanted to, talk, to talk about talk about the theme park, the kind of the redhead stepchild theme park. Well, I don't know if it's the redhead stepchild theme park of Florida, but it's the one we don't talk about as much. But Legoland. Okay, I had a feeling that's what you're going to talk about. Yeah, when I said redhead stepchild has a lot going on that they announced this week. Um, okay, we, we don't get out there that much anymore. Only because it's, it, it's a great park for um, people with younger kids. Yeah, I'd say like. 
six or seven and an under, you know? Yeah, our kids kind of aged out of that demographic. Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's a cool park for that. And it's the kind of park where there's always stuff to do for little kids. Like every ride there is aimed at younger kids. It's, exactly. It's not like there's anything Nothing's they can't too do. So crazy, yeah. That's what it's good for. But, um, you know, we're always talking about different... I, I, you know, you love it when I use the word IP, right, for intellectual oh, yeah, property, because you, you think I'm just yeah, using you're, like you're being all all fancy, all buzzword lingo with your, with your uh, yeah, with your abbreviations. So we uh, Legoland is finally, finally. It seems like it's a long time. Like this should have happened years ago, but they're finally capitalizing on their big IP. Legos. Well, uh, think <laughs> movies. Uh, the Lego movie. Lego movie. Yeah. They are. Uh, they just. Well, this has been announced a little while ago, but they did. Uh, drop some more details about this. They are going to have a Lego movie world that they're building in here. So they're going to have a whole themed out area. Okay. Uh, based on the Lego movie. Okay. Lego movie world. That's kind of a clumsy t- name for the Lego movie world because it's Bricksburg, right? That's the name of the town. So why not just call it Bricksburg? I didn't know it was called Bricksburg. Right? I thought it was Bricksburg. I didn't know that. I've okay. never heard that. Well, T-I-L. Today I learned. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> da, 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 da. So Legoland is going to be um, opening next spring, spring of 2019, the Lego movie world. This is going to have... Um, three new rides. One ride is already exists, but they're re-theming. You know the the Chima Battle yep. ride. Uh huh. That doesn't. This is weird, but they've already closed that and they're re-theming that. The water one. Right, where you squirt each other with I guns. Feel like it's relatively new. It is relatively new. It's got to be less than. It's got to be less than five years old. Um, and I only know that because in a previous job, I worked on a on a and a I worked on an ad campaign for them, and I saw it. when oh. it first came out, I was like, oh. Okay, that's cool, and, and now so I so I kind of remember that being yeah, about sure. five years old. So they closed that; they're turning that into um, a new splash battle ride. It's called the Battle of Bricksburg, where you will challenge riders to spray invading Duplo aliens to prevent them from stealing Lego bricks. We so, are from the planet uh, Duplo. Duplo. <laughs> so they dropped so that. Gonna get that reference. One person will get that reference. <laughs> well, you put they, that's why they put that little end in there because now they can yeah bring in the Duplo, bring in the Duplo Lego, aliens and Legos, turn yeah. it into a ride, right? Absolutely. So they're retheming all that that battle of the Chi the Chima, which I always thought was kind of weird, kind of weird because it seemed like a cartoon that I don't know how many people knew. Like we yeah, go in there, very, I'm like, yeah, it seemed very kind of. Obscure, yeah, very obscure, very niche. Yeah, like I'm sure there were some people who really were into it, but I, I, wasn't I one assumed of them. it was yeah. bigger than it was. Like you know how you are as a grown up. There's like stuff that your kids are into, and you yeah, don't really yeah. know all about it. So, so I thought the Battle of Chima or the Battle of Chi or whatever the heck it was they called it was just kind of one of those things that your kids know a lot more than you do. And as the grown up, you just kind of go in there and yeah. sort of pretend yeah. you know what's up. Right. Yeah. And I think our kids were kind of young when we were first going to Legoland too. So they didn't know about it, but then we were like, well, of course they don't know about it. They're, you know, probably a little too young for that, you know? Right. So I don't know. So in either event, they decided to throw that IP out the window and they're covering it all up with Lego movie stuff. They're also building, though, I hope this is going to be cool. I hope this is going to, I hope this is going to be as cool as it sounds. Another ride they're building in over there is a flying theater movie called the Lego Movie Masters of Flight, where you're going to fly around on Emmett's. Remember Emmett from the movie? Yeah. His triple decker flying couch. He had. A, remember he? Of that course. was like his big adventure. Yeah. Triple decker couch. I guess you're going to sit on his triple decker couch and you're going to fly around. 
oh, that's through interesting. the Lego world. I hope that this is cooler. I hope this is cool. I'm I'm picturing something like soaring, hopefully, where your feet are That'd hanging be really over the cool. couch. Right? Yeah. And then the third ride, and this is all sort of in a very it's neat... It's funny. Sorry, before you yeah. go off and keep going, though, it makes, makes me think about... <laughs> in the movie, they talk about how... Um, how it doesn't make sense because the couch they'll have you they'll you'll have feet in your face on, yes. if you're on the bottom layer you know or bottom bottom level of the couch it doesn't even make any sense they talk about that in the movie and Soren totally has that every by time the way you're on like Soren, every you time you're feet. on Soren and you're not on the top row you have feet in your face <laughs> absolutely I mean they're not in your face really but you could totally see feet so that's funny that that I, I just. That's now funny. that you say that, and I remember that now from the movie, I yeah. hope I kind of hope they there is feet hanging in your face, <laughs> like they sort of accentuate it yeah. and make that part of the ride. That would be funny because <laughs> and it'll be like a little Easter egg, like if you remember that line from the movie, <laughs> right. how the, the triple decker couch makes no sense because there'll be feet in your face. Yeah, there'll be big feet hanging in your face in the ride. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lego yeah. people, if you're listening, make <laughs> that, that happen. That'd be funny. really, really funny. But all of this is actually in like a really cool, like based on the pictures I'm looking at here, they're from uh, the website Theme Park Tourist, or sorry, not Theme Park Tourist, ThemeParkInsider.com. I'll link to these on the show notes. Okay. Looks very neat. Looks like they're actually building like a really cool Bricksburg type environment. And then the last one, they've got a thing called Unikitty. Remember Unikitty? Of course. Yeah. The Unikitty's Disco Drop. And this is like a drop tower type ride where you go up kind of like, um, well, it looks like a kid's like Falcon's Falcon Fury? Ride, like a, but a very, Younger very version. mild version okay. of that. Yeah, where you go up. You ride to the top of Cloud Cuckoo Land and back. <laughs> that's awesome. And this is all going to open in the spring of 2019. So maybe. Oh, wow. That's like not far away. Yeah, it seems like that doesn't seem. Spring of 2019 um, is like only a few months away. They must be pretty far ahead on all of this. That's awesome. If that's, if that's, yeah, they must yeah. have been really working on it. So, yeah, that's. But I agree. They, It is time that they capitalize on that because you. I, I never really thought about it, but that's a huge thing that they could have incorporate into right. their park and they haven't and i remember going there the first time we were there maybe the first couple times we were there you'd walk through there and the music that they're playing in the intro that that little yeah. the entrance gate was just this generic theme park music that yeah. you don't really think about it's just kind of background music and then i remember thinking to myself they should be playing everything ev- is awesome everything is awesome yeah here. and then they did they did <laughs> and then when we went back i was like yeah that was a bad idea because you hear Everything is awesome on a loop the entire time. And well, I'm, it's throughout the whole park? No, it was only the entrance. Only the entrance, Because it's yeah. like when you're first walking in, you're introduced, you hear everything is awesome, and it kind of yeah. sets the mood as you're yeah, walking yeah. in the park. But then I'm looking around at these employees and thinking, oh, oh yeah, you yeah. guys must be wanting to shoot yourself <laughs> listening to this all day long. You know, if, if you ever worked in retail during Christmas time. Listening to the yeah, jingle bells you, a million times. There's only 20 or 30 Christmas songs that really get played a lot. And you get to hear those 20, 30 Christmas songs over and over again. Imagine listening to Everything is Awesome on an endless loop for eight hours <laughs> every day. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure that they, I think that they rotate though, so maybe they rotate out of those positions, and they're not they're not listening to it all day. I hope not. <laughs> I mean, or maybe there's other music that they're like rolling in there. I don't know, but yeah. it seems like every time we were there, you'd hear everything is awesome, everything is cool, and you're part of the team right <laughs> at the beginning, and like, right. oh my gosh, shoot me now. <laughs> that's so. Funny. If I was an employee, that's what yeah. I would think. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get to the next part of the show where we talk about all the awesome things we did this weekend, um, I just wanted to remind everyone that if you want to support the show, you can do it very easily by visiting our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. 
Yep, and come check out on the right side there. We got a link to our Patreon. That's just a way to directly support the show. Yep. Be- below that, you'll see a link to Amazon, and um, we would super, super appreciate it if you click through there whenever you're going to make your normal Amazon purchase. Yeah, that's a great way to indirectly support yeah, the show. Yeah, <laughs> yes. doesn't cost you guys anything else, but uh, Amazon throws us a couple pennies every time someone exactly. buys anything there, and we don't see what you bought, so you can buy whatever weird thing you want, and we have no <laughs> idea who you are. Um, <laughs> wow, okay. So, yeah. I didn't know. I don't know if we had to go that route but um you know people (laughs) amazon sells a lot of weird stuff (laughs) the other thing that is important to remember too is that you can always tweet at us at um our handle at florida podcast give us some ideas we actually got an idea for a show this week from a listener jacob gave us an idea and i i had to ask him if you had like if, you know did i put him up if to this? you put him up to it if you were like tipping people or like bribing people to send show ideas that had to do with beer because his idea was to do something on all, all the florida breweries yeah and and it's a great idea, but Jacob asked us I know our, you were super excited about it. <laughs> I, I was, and it's funny. He said, what's your favorite brewery or distillery, and would you guys uh, want to do a show about that? And immediately I was like, well, yeah. Okay, and like, um, yeah. there's so many like micro uh, craft breweries around here now. Lot, yeah. I mean, I'm a big craft beer nerd, and there was there's so many, especially just in Tampa, there's so many. There's yeah. so many now. And I immediately I couldn't even think what my favorite one would be just in within a 10-mile radius of here, much less the state. So what do you do when you can't think of your favorite? You well, do a taste test? Yeah, Is that well, what you were thinking? Right now, I'm kind of putting together a special episode for this. Thanks for the idea, Jacob. I was super stoked to, to read this. And I've reached out to some friends, and we may do a, sort of a special guest um, taste test tournament style. Tournament style, Episode yeah. where we, a, a special episode like where face-offs. we- yeah, yeah, where we talk about some different Florida breweries That'll and, be fun. and do that. So don't know exactly when we're going to do that because you know how it is when you've got to try to yeah, wrangle yeah. people together. But I pitched the idea to them the other night and they everybody loved it. It's just an idea of getting people together and figuring out the right format because we can't drink all Gosh, I don't even know how many breweries there are, but I, I, I think I'll find a couple of the big ones, maybe a couple, you know, we'll face off Tampa versus... Miami versus Jacksonville, Jacksonville. just find some yeah. of the big ones and then absolutely that, so that'll be really that's fun. just an idea I've been playing around with but thanks for that idea anybody has a, a an idea that you would want to hear See us talk about yeah absolutely please let us know just because tweet it, at us. yeah it, it makes our job easier too when our listeners are doing the work for us and thinking of ideas because <laughs> well uh, and we I want I mean we want to provide you guys with content that you're enjoying and right. that you are interested in so yep. it helps us a lot just to know what those things are so at Florida podcast on Twitter um, or you can just search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook. Yep, kick us, kick us, uh, kick us an idea. We would love to hear from you. And anytime you have a review or a cool experience or a bad experience or uh, any kind of um, report from something you guys have done around here, please let us know. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. All right. So yesterday. Yesterday, I went to, with my son, to an event in St. Pete called Marine Quest. Yes. And I didn't even really know about this. This sort of took me by surprise. We were looking at uh, something to do on Saturday. Yeah, and, and I did know about it, but... Just um, holding out on me. Didn't Well, I didn't really realize all the things. Like, I just thought it was, like, kind of one of those events where there's, like, 8 million booths from 8 million companies, because, like, my company actually had a booth there. So, I know that different companies have booths there, and that's kind of what I pictured, was just a bunch of companies with booths kind of, like, trying to get you to know about them and get exposure. Yeah, Nothing really fun, but the, the, so... 
It did I have did, that. I but. didn't go, and our our daughter didn't go because we weren't feeling very well yesterday, actually. But um, but you guys went and sent a ton of pictures back, and I was like, oh man, this looks like it was way way fun. It was actually re- it was uh, it was really cool. I didn't know what to expect, but this was at the University of South Florida's St. Pete campus Marine Research. Facility. Yeah, it's at the um, Florida Fish and Wildlife Research right, Facility, which yeah. is right in downtown St. Pete, um, really close to the Dolly Museum yep. and uh, the the airport that's down there. Mm-hmm. So we, we go to this thing, we show up, and immediately the first thing we see is this big like manatee rescue truck with this manatee rescue boat hanging out near it. Okay, and they had this giant like almost like beanie baby, like a life size beanie baby of a manatee laying there on the ground. Oh, like a stuffed animal. Like a stuffed animal, but it was a manatee. Oh, okay. And it was they they had these kids and they were like teaching them how to rescue man or not. I don't know if teaching them how to rescue manatees, but sort of like, like simulating how they how they rescue right. Rescue yeah, and they yeah. had these kids and they laid down like a stretcher and they rolled the manatee onto the stretcher. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And they're all picking it up and carrying it around Aww. and um, and then we went up to it and I was kind of expecting the manatee to be like um, actual weight because maybe to make it real. Oh, okay. Like they weighted it, it down? Right, but it was... Or something's kind of similar and probably not the same because I think they're like... They're super Thousands heavy. of pounds. Right, right, right. <laughs> and these are like little six-year-old kids carrying it. So right. I don't know why I thought that. But. Well, but I mean, I could see that maybe they would have like kind of some heavier weights in it just to make it a little bit heavier. Right. So not obviously true to life, but... But just a little heavier, so they were like, "Ooh, you we're know, carrying a yeah. yeah, maybe they they did it for whatever a five year old would think <laughs> a manatee weighs like. Right, right. right. It was right. basically a big like beanbag chair that was shaped like a manatee. Yeah. It had little manatee eyes on it. So that was really cool. And we walked over there, and they had a little booth set up from you know how manatees are doing and what you can do to help protect them. That's and awesome. you can learn about manatees, That's and you can play That's, with their. That seems like it's like almost like um. If you've ever been to like um, the Children's Museum where they have like the teddy bear hospitals, yeah, you know, I can that's exactly kind of reminds very me of similar, that. yeah, really similar deal. We walked around the corner and there was this big like whale, like an inflatable whale. Okay, it was the actual size of a right whale calf. Okay, and this uh, woman out there with a Florida Fish and Wildlife, you know, uniform and badges, uh-huh. was just standing there and talking and answering questions about right whales and how many that there are in Florida. So I didn't even know there was a right whale. So is that like right as in not left or right as in like I'm writing a paper or... R-I-G-H-T. Oh, so right as in someone's right, last name. Right, opposite of left. <laughs> yep, yep. So she was talking about them and how I guess they there's, they're very, very... Oh, R-I... Oh, I thought R-I, you said... You've I thought never... You said, no, I've never, never heard, heard of the right, right whale. whale. So right, not left. Okay, I right, was thinking. I thought you were going to say W R I G. There is no which is left like someone's whale. Someone's last name. Thinking that maybe it was like named after someone named John Wright or something uh, like okay. that. Okay, all right, good. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah. but go ahead. No, I had like, not heard of the this guy kind of who whale. discovered the right whale. Yeah, was exactly. Named John Wright. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. No right. Don't know why they call the right whale. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. So she said that there's like almost none of them in the Gulf. Like they ne- very rarely come into the Gulf. Okay. There maybe. Occasionally, they'll find one on accident that wandered its way in there. Right. But they're very not common. There's a very there's something there's not very many left. They're endangered, but they breed around St. Augustine. That's oh, sort of okay. their spot. That's cool. It was really cool because she's talking about this whale, and they're super enthusiastic about it. Like when you walk up yeah. to them and look at it. They're not. Sometimes you go to these things and someone starts talking to you, you're and like, you're kind yeah, of this is the right, the right whale, whale. Bueller, I, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to figure out how to escape the conversation. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah, right whales are interesting, but I don't really want to hear about them right from you now. <laughs> yeah, but it was very 
um, cool, engaging. And, and engaging, yeah. yeah. And I'm like sitting there finding myself asking questions about the right whale That's and what's cool. this stuff on its face and these things. And, and our son was really into it too, right? He was right? really into it. In fact, yeah. I think I texted you and I said, Our son's such a little nerd. I love it because he was all <laughs> into everything and asking questions. That's awesome. And, then we went over and they have the, the, the right whales. They like, um, they eat through like their filter feeders. They eat, yep. they suck um, plankton and stuff out. Yeah. It's called baleen. Mm-hmm. And they had this on display, like the real baleen that you could like touch oh, and really? manipulate and put your hands on. Is and it stuff. like hay? One side of it's like horse hay or okay. horse fur. And the other side was like real thick, almost muscly type thing. Oh. Hard to describe. Okay. And it stinks really bad. Like it's, oh, so it was like a real one. It was a real one. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. I don't know how they got I hope they didn't. I'm, I'm sure that it's it, it probably found it from somewhere. some whale that like, you know, got beached or something like that. Right, something that right. died of natural causes. I hope so. I hope so. Well, this is a research center. So yeah. they're not like, oh, let's go kill some they're whales. They're not other harpooning whales <laughs> right. Ahab style just to <laughs> right. bring them to so the So I'm fair. sure the whale died of natural causes. I hope so. I, <laughs> I hope so. But the thing is, though, it was fun to see and touch like, wow, this is how a whale eats. But the my main takeaway is it smells like old cheese. Like they were, Ew. I was downwind of it like, oh, I got to get away from this thing. <laughs> Yuck. So then we walked over and on the topic of things that smell bad or should smell bad, but don't, we oh, walked okay. over to this other area and this was where we spent quite a bit of time. They had um, baby sharks. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Now that song is in everybody's head. Baby it was in my head all day after looking at that. I bet. I bet. Was anybody singing it while you were looking at the baby sharks? After I brought it up, yes. Because I said, uh, uh, our son started... He said something about it, and then I started humming it, and then another mom <laughs> hummed it, and we're like, why did you do this to me? Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me think of that um, James Corden thing where Josh Groban comes in, they have like all these opera singers and like gospel singers coming in singing Baby, Baby Shark. Shark. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, Google it. It's, it's hilarious. It's the song that speaks to a generation, <laughs> Baby Shark. Right. It got like two billion YouTube hits. So some guy came up with this Baby Shark song. It's so funny. So you anyway, another video, yeah. hit the YouTube If you lottery. have kids, I'm sure you know what we're talking you about. Know, you know the Baby Shark song. So anyway, so there was Baby Sharks. They were on ice, they right? They were on ice. There was a whole Which bunch again, of, they all obviously they, they were all should dead. have died of natural causes. Well, she told we me assume. that. I actually did ask that. They said that these all were like either found or... Okay. One of them they caught, there was like a dogfish that they didn't, she said, we didn't have this one in our collection. That's the only reason we kept it. And they had all these baby sharks and they were on ice and you could pick them up and touch them and hold them over your head and take pictures with them. But the crazy thing is they didn't smell like at all. They were laying on ice. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why do these sharks not smell? Because they felt pretty fresh. I mean, they had like, like a firmness to them. Yeah. And they told me that, no, they're basically soaked in alcohol and they are old as heck. Like one of them was, had been there since 1972. Like oh, these wow. sharks that they bring out, they're just 10, 20 years old. Some of them And they let you old. touch them. Let you t- touch them, pick them up. Like our son, I have a picture of our son holding one of them. Like It was a baby bull shark that he picked yeah, up. That's yeah, that's crazy. And then he held up like a hammerhead's head. They had a severed hammerhead yeah, head. that's right. And he's holding it holding up. Holding it in front of his head. And then, so we left there for a little while. Oh, let me talk about the bull sharks First okay. of all, so she's holding the he's holding the baby bull shark, and we were talking about bull sharks for a minute and how they're dangerous or whatever. Yeah. And this woman who's working there in the she's wearing her Florida Fish and Wildlife thing. She's a fisheries management person. Okay. I was asking her. I'm like, do you guys volunteer here or do you work here? She's like, oh, we all work here. We work in fisheries management. Like, okay, that's a really cool. That's really neat. That's a cool uh-huh. job. We're talking about bull sharks, and she was telling me that um, this is going to put nightmares in your head for now on. Oh gosh. That um uh. Fort DeSoto, right, is yeah. one of my favorite parks mm-hmm. in Florida. Awesome beach place. 
off of Fort DeSoto, there's a little island out there called Egmont Key. Yeah. It has a a uh, lighthouse on it, yep. and you can kayak out there. You can only get to it by boat, really. Oh, dear. There's a ton of bull sharks out there. Tons of them. She said, she goes, I wouldn't swim. I'm telling you now, me, I, I would never swim at Egmont Key, or get, or maybe I would never go deeper than three feet of water. Oh, my god. She's saying then there are so many bull sharks out there, and this is the mouth of Tampa Bay. This is the, the yeah. just past the Skyway Bridge. She said there's a lot of tarpon out there, too. She said it's great, great tarpon fishing. That whole area is just great for fishing. Tarpon and sharks. And she said there are so many bull sharks out there that it's unbelievable. But you don't ever hear about anyone getting a shark bite in in that area. That's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of them out there, but there's probably not many people swimming there either. Yeah. It's Egmont Key. It's hard to get to. Like, you've got to take a boat out there. Wow. Or kayak Hmm. across the channel. But, I mean, if they're at Egmont Key, they're probably at Fort Soto too. Right. Yeah, I would think so. You know what I mean? She said that the reason why there is because there's like a thick, there's a real um, fast drop off. Like, it goes out. Oh, okay. Right. It goes out a few, it's just kind of gradual, and then it's just a big drop off, and she said the sharks like they hang out by the drop off. By the drop off? Yeah. (laughs) So <laughs> they like to hang out there and she's like, yeah, I would never swim there at Egmont Key. And I told her I've been kayaking out by there. She's like, oh, well, how did that go? Like, <laughs> oh, that was, well, doesn't sound like she would even do that. Well, I told her I was fine. But the big danger there is the shipping channel because you're like crossing oh, yeah. there and you get caught in a current and you're going to have oh, a cruise Oh, and that's why there's a huge down. drop off. Because of the shipping because channel. Because of the shipping channel. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. There you go. So. Um, sidebar on that. Just don't wow, go swim man. at Egmont Good Key. Good to know. Good but, to know. Yeah, and we walked around there and we we saw all these cool exhibits. The inside was basically a kind of an open house for this for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Department. You can go in there, That's you can awesome. see their little red tide research facilities, yeah. and you could look through microscopes mm-hmm. and see you know the the red tide. Um, cells doing yeah, their thing right, and they have right. all these things and I asked the guy the Karina Brevis Karina Brevis is it Karina like yeah. the name I yeah. thought it was Karena or Car- I don't know how I pronounced it oh, but I asked the guy Karina's. I said how is um how's Red Tide now after the hurricane because we had Hurricane Michael yeah. a little bit ago and he goes oh didn't do anything it's still just as bad so that was a big womp womp because mm-hmm. everybody's been hoping that it would help yeah a hurricane might might be the trick even though um it was a bad it brings back, it brings all kinds of bad hurricane effects. Obviously, what happened was terrible. Yeah, they're hoping that would be the one silver lining, but that was was no good. Okay, but so what else did you see? Anything? Is that was that kind of the highlights? We, well, there's a lot of touch tanks, fish uh, shark tanks that you can touch. Yeah, um, stingray tanks. One thing I thought was really neat is they had this was a very big event. They had they had live bands playing on the other side of this little channel that we could go over there. That's cool. And you were saying they usually have you know a little company set up, and they did, but they weren't yeah. really like companies. They had like Save the Manatee people out there. Oh, okay. They had a group out there. Was the Florida Aquarium out there? They did. The Florida Aquarium was okay. there. That's there was a group. There was a group there that basically will take any like. Um, exotic pet off your hands for oh. like no no questions no asked. questions asked they said That's like cool. exotic pet oh what's the word i'm looking for you i wonder know. what they do with them i don't know put them in a Ziploc bag I, that's a question <laughs> i don't want the answer to i know because you don't want i mean exotic exotic animals and exotic um plant species are a real problem in florida you know the just the all well, there's the, iguanas and and big the, snakes all over the south yeah, florida the now. snake issue down in south florida and um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, that's interesting. And then there's like the, the lionfish. It's a, they had a lionfish they, exhibit. So every like fish and wildlife and USF, um, research group had a booth. So 
there was companies like Save the Manatee. They're not a company. They're like a yeah, nonprofit. Yeah, an organization. But yeah. all these groups, had, all these departments had their own little booth too. So they had a whole lionfish exhibit. They had lionfish swimming around and told, they had a map showing, we discovered lionfish here. And lionfish are a super invasive, invasive species, species yeah. that started in the Pacific. And some knucklehead dumped his pet in the water here. And now there's thousands of them and they're a big problem and they right. eat everything else. So they showed a little map. Okay, we've discovered the first lionfish here in 1980 and now this giant just blob all over the both wow. coasts. So it's bad news there. And then one thing that um, I thought was really cool was they had this like redfish exhibit and redfish. It's a popular like yeah, game fish, something of people fish for. Right. Yeah. They showed what they look like when they're three months old okay. or not three months, three days old. Uh-huh. It was the size. It was no bigger than um than a sea monkey. The Pekingese. Right. A Pekingese. <laughs> no bigger than a Pekingese. What is that? Oh, that's Harry Potter. Harry Potter. It was- <laughs> when, when Hagrid's talking about Aragog, he's like, when I got him, he was no bigger than a Pekingese. <laughs> a Pekingese. <laughs> Sorry. I love your Harry Potter references. <laughs> so he was, sorry, the fish was no, no, no bigger, bigger than, than what? a sea monkey. <laughs> These little fish, these things get to be 50 pounds, and this thing was no bigger than a sea monkey when really? it's three days old. Really? Yeah, tiny. You couldn't, you need, almost needed a microscope to see oh, it. Oh, wow. I'm okay. like, that's a redfish? And then huh. three days, then, then like, cool, then they had them at 30 days, and at 30 days, they were about the size of like a minnow. Okay. And then they had them in a tank where they were a year old, and they were a year old, okay, that's a, that's a fish. Now I can see a, Like know. a fish, like how big? Like six oh, inches? Or? About a foot long. Oh, yeah. Wow, and, okay. and you could fish for them. They had little poles that's that you a, could reach I in. mean, think about the percentage increase over the course of a year to go from like almost, you can't see them, they're micro, almost microscopic to a foot long. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And you could fish for them. You had to wait in a line to fish for you could you were fishing uh, for them out of a little tank. Like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, so we didn't do that because it was too long a line. But it was a really, really cool event. We that's did awesome. we did go back to the little ice shark area because my ma- my uh, son wanted to go back to, yeah. the, to the ice sharks. And there was no nobody else there. And we walked back up and the lady working <laughs> the lady there, she's like, she's like, welcome back. <laughs> like, so we had the run of the dead shark table for the next 20 minutes. We're just playing around with dead sharks. That's awesome. I never got, now I can say I played with dead, I've never played with a dead shark before. Well, and now, now you can yeah. knock that off your bucket list. Yeah, she's showing, she's running down this little chart saying like, okay, does the shark have this shaped face or that shaped face? This oh, type to try of to help, help and, our son yeah, like to, identify yeah, it? Yeah, so we like identif- cool. we, we identified a dead black tip. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, that's great. I'm glad you guys had a good time. It was cool. I, I really, I, I would like to go next year because yeah. I didn't realize it had so much to it. You yeah. Know? If you're ever, it's only one day a year at yeah. the uh, mid, mid to end of October. So if you're ever in the St. Pete, Tampa area, definitely check that out. Marine Quest. It was a really, really cool event, especially if you're into that kind of stuff like yeah. I am. And across the way, we saw these just ginormous yachts. And I think I took a picture of one of them and sent it to you with an arrow on it saying, if we win the Mega Millions, this that's is the, the one. one we're getting. This is the one. Yep. Yeah. So that's not happening. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Next drawing is on Tuesday. Um, but then today, we did something else that was really fun. This so was pretty cool. We have some friends that um, live here that moved down here from Rhode Island. Um, gosh, it's probably almost been two years Couple now. Couple years now, yeah. Um, and they said that up up in Rhode Island, they have all these amazing pumpkin patches that you go to. And they, they are, you know, you go and you pick your pumpkin from a real farm that is growing pumpkins and and so i didn't know florida even grew pumpkins much less corn i mean i know corn isn't really well i knew that florida i knew that florida had corn corn but not like really as a crop but just more for like this sort of corn mazes mazes. Yeah. yeah um but 
But where so where we went today was called the Pickin Patch, and it's Pickin without the G. There's a little apostrophe after the N, so it's like Pickin Patch, not Picking Patch, and. It was in Dunallen, this which is, is uh, about twenty miles west of Ocala, off okay. the interstate. Yeah, and yeah, it, it was, was kind of like out there. Probably maybe fifteen or twenty minutes um, uh, north of like the where where the what's it called where the you take the turnpike to get to Orlando or you or you, that fork in the road the where you turnpike. To, yeah you either yeah. go to the turnpike to go to Orlando or you go you know straight to go to Tampa basically you get um, off at the Ocala exit so and go about, left yeah it's about 15 minutes or so ahead of you know north of that and and then you get on these little back roads and you drive on that for another 20 minutes yep. and at least 20 minutes 20 minutes right? of, it was just one straight 20, shot of, of so you're driving back out roads. into the country basically yep. so it it was it was quite a drive, but it was really nice. It was a pretty drive. And we end up out there, and there's like a gob of cars out there. I mean, we were pulling in, and there's a bunch of cars pulling in. There's a, I don't, I mean, I, I would say there was probably like 100 cars out there. What, oh, at least. Say? It was a huge parking lot full of, it looked like um, almost like a music festival kind of deal because <laughs> yeah. you, you were parking on like a dirt parking lot. Uh, yeah, well, you're on a, far, on a farm. So, right. like, you're like in, it's like hay grass that you're parking in, basically. And, and we never even heard of this until some friends recommended this. They right. said this was the best, like, pumpkin and fall Halloween that they'd found down thing here. they'd ever done. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's tons of cars. We go over there. There's a line to get into the place. And it's only $5 That's per person. That's the thing. It was, that was a the really thing. good deal. It's $5 per person. And everything's included except for the pumpkins. If you right. buy a pumpkin, you have to pay for the pumpkin. But otherwise, everything's included. There's a corn maze. There's a hay maze. There's hay slides that... Sounds bad. They but, were for small kids. Yeah, they the kid. Well, and they had like a bigger kid one too. Our kids could go on it, and um, and it was all very like handmade. Yeah, and but it was kind it of. It was like a piece of of what's kind that? of fun like, that way. Slippery, like not fiberglass, but it's like a a slippery material that they like basically hammered on. I thought it was hard cardboard when I first looked at it, but it no, wasn't. it was like it was like white, um, like shiny. PVC maybe. Yeah, like a, it was like a sheet of PVC that they yeah, nailed down. Yeah, something like that. It. So it was slippery though. And the kids were sliding down that, and it was like nailed to this haystack. It was all kind of just very country, you very know. Slapped together. They didn't have any real bathrooms; just a few porta potties, which we used. But they were relatively yep. clean for porta potties, and and there was a hay ride too. There was a hay ride. There was this is a big. This it's a huge, a good sized property. Yeah, it's yeah. a huge pumpkin patch. Like I would not want have wanted to walk from one end of the pumpkin patch to the other and back. Because it was that big. Because, well, I mean, I think we did actually end up doing that because we went to the corn maze. Which Not was through the pumpkin there, but, patch because of all the but, vines. Yeah, the through the pumpkin patch, it would have been kind of a pain because it it was a pumpkin patch. Yeah. I mean, there was real pumpkins and vines. and this is It was my first time on this earth I've ever actually been in a real pumpkin patch. I know, patch. and I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah. That I've never been to a pumpkin patch because, again, you know, it was always just like a church yard or... You or see one off the side of the road. We're going yeah, to the pumpkin patch. It's a yeah, pile of pumpkins, f- right? Right. Or go into Publix and grab a couple yep, pumpkins, yep. which is sad. But, I mean, this this was such a great experience. I just can't... They, they also had like a gourd patch, which was smaller, and it had all these funky-shaped gourds in it that were... And I was really surprised by how... It was pretty cheap. The gourds were only $4 each. The 
pumpkins were a thirteen. Dep- is that right? It was thirteen dollars for basically any good size pumpkin. They didn't regular size. There, there was no weight limit thing. You and just grabbed like, a pumpkin and paid thirteen bucks. The white ones were a little bit more expensive. Right. So if you wanted a big white pumpkin, I think it could go up to like twenty bucks. Those or were more. Like I mean, that is probably more than just going to the grocery store. But it, it was, was part more. Of the but fun. it was such a great experience, and um, so it wasn't expensive and. I was really surprised by, like, I really expected to go into this pumpkin patch and find a bunch of pumpkins that were rotten on the ground, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's because only... it's, it's hot outside, and it's Florida. And it's a week before <laughs> Halloween now-ish, right. so I thought all the good ones would be gone. But, like, I would say probably 90% of the pumpkins we found were good pumpkins. Yeah. I mean, they were intact, not rotten, attached to the vine still. So you had to get out the clippers and chop yeah, them off. Yeah, it was so fun. They And they gave you, like, if you go at the front, they'll give you, like, a wagon that you can, you know, take with you to the pumpkin patch that has clippers in it so you don't have to, like you know, rip anything apart or break a nail. (laughs) Clippers and hay. Yeah. So they'll, they'll give you a wagon. You can put your, your pumpkins in the wagon, you know, use the clippers, clip your pumpkins. And, and the kids just had a blast. They thought it was the coolest thing, but I I, I just can't, I, I I feel like they, even though they had a great time and they appreciated it, because I mean, they were, you know, they were very happy to be there and they were, you know, thanking us for tanking them. But as, as, you know, grown adults, you and I I think were more than anything the ones that were wow like wowed because yeah. again we're we've been our whole lives and never been to a real pumpkin patch <laughs> and I didn't know if pumpkins even could grow in Florida I mean I guess they anything could really grow here really but it was it never really occurred to me that they'd be yeah. right here I thought you bring them I never in on really a truck. thought about it <laughs> yeah I never really thought about it and you'd go out there and it's a pretty good size good size I mean there's a really lot good of land pumpkin. yeah and it was just a cool little um, atmosphere like the way the, maybe because the weather was nice today it was only in the high yeah. 70s I'm like, I feel like I'm in Wisconsin right now just as opposed yeah, to yeah it was nice it was a nice yeah, day it just felt like sort of this midwestern vibe there was the pumpkin patch there was the corn mm-hmm. corn maze there was a sunflower field there was a sunflower field and, yeah um, and it was and just it Again, nice. the, the corn maze, we went into this corn maze. The corn was well over our heads, like well over, probably what, like eight to 10 feet tall? Yeah, totally. Easy. And the um, there was all these different paths. We actually made it through the corn maze relatively quickly, but I, I definitely think we could have drawn it out more. Like you guys were kind of like, well, let's, let's go this way. Which way should we go? I don't know. Let's just, you know. And, and I was like, guys, because we had just seen somebody else like heard from somebody else who had gone through a corn maze and been in there for like hours because they couldn't find yes, their way yes, out yes you know so i was like maybe we should try to like actually try to decipher which way this maze and not just like have fun with it you right. know because i'm like we could be in here for a while there were a few places but, where i think the person got fed up and just cut through it did you notice that yeah, a few I did. places where people I did. just smashed so the i think out. i think honestly we just got really lucky because we did get in and out of there relatively About quickly, 10 like, minutes. probably 10 minutes yeah. yeah and i was i was very surprised and that was 10 minutes of walking around and going around curves and corners yeah. and then and oh, it was wrong a, way it was a pretty big corn maze I it, don't, was. it wasn't like so anyway i think they that, had a guy I think up on we like found a, a pretty direct route which was luck pure yeah, luck <laughs> it was and they had a guy in there like kind of sitting toward the end of it in like a really really tall like lifeguard yeah. stand it, watching it looked everybody. like it looked like one of those stands that they have at the parking lots at disney world yep you know where yep. people are like or they have them at bush gardens too that people are just standing up there and it's like oh my gosh it must be so hot up yeah, there yeah he but, was just sitting up there reading a book he wasn't even paying any attention to what was going on i guess probably if someone's like i'm lost you know if they like start like kind of you know getting worried he probably says you know take a left where you are <laughs> right, you know that right, kind of thing right. but, 
But, um, but yeah, he didn't really say anything when we were there. He's the human GPS to get out of the maze. The other thing that they had right by the corn maze, which I thought was so cool, was this little trellis that you walk under, and it had all these gourds. It was a gourd trellis, and it had all these gourds hanging through it. So the trellis was completely covered in vines, so you couldn't really, you know, it was kind of not dark in there, but it was definitely shaded in there. And... Through the vi- through the like wire mesh that was you know covered in vines, were there these little gourds hanging down? And what people did, and I, I didn't see any place where you could find this this piece of paper. Yeah, there was little messages written but, on them. But like somebody like at the time, maybe maybe at the beginning of October, people were like taking these little what looked like name tags and with little you know strings tied around them and writing really positive no, uh, messages and notes and tying them to the gourds which was really nice like I, I just thought it was such a nice thing you know and then, and then remember what I, and then it was very pretty and really nice there then then remember what I said yeah then you turn around and you say you know, this kind of reminds me of like an area where it would be really creepy if these were all doll heads hanging from the trellis. <laughs> I don't like, know why I went there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about how wonderful this little area was and how peaceful it was. And now I just want to get out of here. <laughs> I'm just picturing doll heads hanging in this thing. Yeah. So, but it was, it was really nice. Like I, I thought it was really nice. Then we went on the hay ride and that was fun. It was like a little 10 minute ride yeah, around, ride the, around area. the patch. Yeah. And, and it was fun. It was just, it was just a fun day. So that's called the puck the pick and patch in Denellen. Yeah. Um, this might have been the last weekend of it because it runs through October. No, I, I think no. it runs up to Halloween. No, week. Next yeah, weekend least, too. Just the one yeah. more weekend, right? Yeah, there's there'll be one more weekend that you could go and 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 if you can't go this year, definitely check it out next year because I just cannot recommend it enough. Well, this will definitely become kind of an annual yeah. thing for us, I think. It definitely puts you in the Halloween kind of fall running up into Thanksgiving vibe. It definitely had that sort of thing. And if you can pick a cool day to go, even better because yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of shade. No, there wasn't, and, and, and you, you definitely felt like a little sun sun beaten. Yeah, like my you know? face feels like I got some sun today, and it was. Yeah. I was never even hot. I was actually on the on the cool end today. But yeah, it was. I would go on a cooler day just because you get sort of that that Halloween fall yeah atmosphere yeah, a little absolutely. bit more right yeah. right and toward the end of October it tends to you tend to find one or two days that are cooling down. Yeah, we're so. getting there. Yeah. Anyway, but thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download podcasts. Another more direct way to support the show is by visiting our website and clicking through on the button that says become a patron. Um, It's a safe and secure way you can support the show monetarily. And there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. But of course, the easiest way is to support us by following us on twitter our handle is at florida podcast or search sunshine state of mind on facebook or youtube and of course be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com we'll see you next time bye bye now